thanks for having us. Um, happy to come here. If you guys uh, just an overview of, of who we are and what we're doing out on the uh, corridor. So we are part of the Fuji Fund. We don't make cameras. We make photographic film. Uh, Life Sciences Company. I know you guys remember Fuji Fund as a photographic paper company. Some of you employees today, when I say photographic paper, they don't know what we're talking about. But, but you know, back in the 2000s, Fuji Fund was um, close to 50 percent was uh, photographic paper. They saw the rain on the wall, started uh, diversifying into life sciences, and they had the stated goal of being the Side. Just some, some some numbers there about Japan or about, uh, about Fujifilm. Old proud Japanese company, manufacturing company. Everything they do is for the long haul. So we're, we're here, we'd be here forever and a day. They talk about 15, 20, 50 year plan. Uh, some uh, fly by night company. Um, you see the numbers there 52,000 pounds worldwide. Global revenue $22.4 billion. And then the philosophy leading leading edge proprietary technologies. Which is what we do here in College Station. We are on the cutting edge of medical treatments when it comes to gene therapy, immune therapy, the products we manufacture and customer here. So we are this is the leading edge medical treatments. And then the last piece uh, resolve social issues and contribute to the re realization of sustainable society. Fujifilm have stated goals of being by 2030, 50% uh, reduction on um, carbon emissions based on 2019 levels, and by 2040 being uh, um, carbon neutral. Um, we have uh, just now focused on Fuji from Dallas and five technologies, worldwide presence. You know, we have five five main sites and then satellite sites supporting each of those sites. The main site, never mind the flagship site, is here in College Station, Texas. Um, we have a site in uh, North Carolina, where I came from, sites in the UK, two original slides, sites in Denmark. We purchased several to the Biden site in 2019. <coughs> um, we have a large manufacturing facility. You know, we did compete with North Carolina for the Ali Springs facility. That's a $2 billion investment in North Carolina. That, you know, they, North Carolina beat us out before that. We can, we can talk about why, why, why that was later. And then uh, Thousand Oaks in California, we purchased a, a tower of biotherapeutics back in uh, April of last year. That's our entry into uh, South Therapy Manufacturing. Four, four, four technologies across all those facilities, microbial, mammalian cell culture, cell and gene therapy, and viral vaccines. 4,000 employees worldwide and 19 licenses to manufacture commercial products. No licenses here yet in Texas, but our first commercial product will be uh, probably in the summer. We have a, a post-approved inspection with the FDA that will take place in uh, um, April of, of this year. And then the second customer is filing their BLA in the summer. So by the end of this year, we have two commercial products out of the facility here in Texas. Um, 7.4 billion, that's billion with a B, dollars invested by Fujifilm over <laughs> 36 months across these sites. Of that here in Texas, we've got over, probably over $500 million. Uh, this past October, uh, sorry, the, the end of um, end of 2020, so the, the, the end of 21, we completed a $200 million investment on uh, the existing side, putting that uh, PD building, expanding capacity on our viral um, vector manufacturing, and upgrade NCTM, commercial manufacturing. And then the end of last year, well, the end of 22, we announced a $300 million investment, uh, the construction that's going on today. 
Um, so we have, you know, there's cranes, there's diggers, there's tanks, there's concrete, there's yeah, they're working. So we would have made another building that would come online in the uh, middle of 2024. And with that, another 250, 300 jobs. Um, not just uh, what, what, what is a CDMO, economic development manufacturing organization? So, where no no product will leave our facility with a two different by technology. We manufacture projects for, for our customers. So we, we, we provide a service to our customers. We develop a process, manufacture a process, we similarly do testing for our customers. They, they bring the uh, technology, bring the molecule. We apply our smart people and our state-of-the-art facilities to get them to where, where they need to be. Um, and for us, you know, customers, I'll sort you guys want to know why, why people outsource various manufacturing. It's a little bit large farm. Sometimes it's coming to the, the end of a line or they don't have the capacity for it. Companies are small biotech companies, companies that just have one product uh, going through phase one, phase two um, trial, so they're not going to build a facility when they have one chance of success. But they bring us their products, and in some cases, it's basically handing their baby off to a life's work to uh, develop a manufactured product for them. And for, for our staff, it, it, it's a great learning environment. Like today, we have 45, um, I think about um, 45 active customers. You could, in the pharmaceutical industry, you could work with Pfizer or Amgen or Genentech or Wyatt and spend your whole career working on one product, and then it goes belly up like that. <laughs> Here, you know, with the with the breadth of our portfolio, you can touch four to five different products in, in, in a week. Because our staff get to see, you know, many different products, different ways of doing stuff, <laughs> molecules, different technologies, and di different approaches, and just you know, get to meet uh, customers as, as they come to visit us. Um, this is our global vision. Chelsea, out there. Um, so, you know, for us, as you know, to be the leading, most trusted economy development and manufacturing organization partner in the biopharmaceutical industry. For us, you know, we're not about, we don't say we want to be number one, number two, or number three. Although our owners have clearly set goals that they want to be number one. For us, it's about leading and how we do stuff. You know, how we how we do manufacturing, how we do process development, how we do facilities, how we do maintenance, how we interact with regulators, how we bring people on board. How we treat our staff. We want to be leaders in our field. How we do that, and then it's a partner. We want to partner with our customers. We work in a you know very expensive, complicated business. So for us, it's about having that partnership. So we can, we can work with the customer to get to know them. When stuff goes wrong, we can um, work together to solve those problems. This goes core purpose: partners for life, advancing tomorrow's medicines. For us, we have no products offered. It's about both people, both parties bringing things to the table. Customers are bringing the, the molecule, the indication that they want to treat. We're bringing our state, uh, you know, our steady art facilities, and our smart people to help them solve their problems, which is develop a process for a medical need, develop a vaccine, and get it to, to market for them. And then for life at the facility, you know, we are working on life-changing therapies. All the gene therapy projects today that we manufacture in Texas for our customers are near cure to the nature. This is um, I speak to read, but this is a slide. Which you know, one of my favorite slides of the presentation. I'm going to share with your employees. This is a list of all of the active programs we have here on site in College Station, Texas. The, the green top is you know, it, it is code names like Manhattan, Manicor, Gilgamesh Griffin. They're code names. Customers again, they're in a very competitive environment, and they're they're keen to maintain confidentiality. You can see that the list of um, 
indications. Sure, everybody here knows somebody, friend, family member who suffered from one of these diseases. So cancer, Huntington's disease, Batten's disease, Duchenne's muscular dystrophy. All of these, this is, you know, we keep in front of our staff. This is what we're doing every day to go to our daily grind where you know, we're advancing these medicines, getting products out, out the door that you have life-changing effects on, on uh, patients. A lot of these, you know, these uh, orphan diseases like Batten's disease, Huntington's disease, today, no, no known cures. And a lot of these diseases have been pinned to one, one, one gene, one defective gene, or one, one gene uh, mutation. And with the viral vector technology gene therapy, customer with the products come for customers, we can turn those genes on, turn um, turn them off. And you know, um, in most cases, one one, one time can cure some some of these diseases. So you know, just a few backgrounds. This is what we keep in front of our staff. This is why we do what we do every day. So why we work 24 hours a day, why we try and build facilities, why we do all that stuff, and you're happy to help us with that. Um, core uh, core values, you know, we keep this in front of our staff. This is, we expect our staff to live these values, trust, like our customers, Gamba and Genki. Trust, we're making products going to people. So we got to be sure every day that what we, that we're doing the right thing. That we're going to account that when we, we do what we say we do, and we uh, uh, document it. The last thing we want to do is, you know, make a sick person sicker. So trust, making sure that we, we, we deliver safe safe and effective medicines uh, from our facility. Trust as well, our customers are making multi-million dollar investments for us. For a customer to get one batch of material through a clinical trial is close to $2 million. So and, and these guys are, uh, these small biotech companies are handing out their, basically handing off their baby. They've worked on this their whole careers, small companies, they have, they have a molecule, they have, they have some funding given to us to get them to the next stage, whether it's uh, safety studies, tox material, or phase one, clinical trial materials. Latin customers, we, we are a service industry. We have no products offered. So our goal is to delight our customers. That doesn't mean we bend over every time they call, because we have 45 different customers, different ways to do customers, a different approach, and then we got to take the best and, and work with them. For us, Latin customers is how we communicate with them, how we manage them, be open, transparent. Delivering, you know, working with them to deliver their milestones. Gamba and Genki are um, two words we've taken from our Japanese heritage culture. Gamba has been around for a while in uh, being Six Sigma, you know, go see the problem, go to the source of the problem. Like, you know, we're in a Gamba here today to, 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 um, to see you guys. I'm happy to do it. It's about, you know, working together to solve problems. If there's a problem manufacturing floor, not be sitting, bitching and moaning with arms folded. Let's, let's go to the source of the problem. How can we work together to uh, fix it? And then um, Genki, bringing energy and enthusiasm. We <clears throat> um, spend most of our lives at work. It's important that we enjoy what we do. For us, the energy we get is from that list of products and that, you know, the, the impact we can have on, on, on patients' lives. What about the facility here in Texas? So 24, December 2014, December 18th, 2014, remember well? We came down, had a big show, signed the deal. Um, you know, um, was Kalen Biotherapeutics, uh, as, as Steve said. Kalen was set up a joint venture between the state of Texas and Texas A&M University for pandemic manufacturing and then medical um, countermeasures. The, uh, the state university quickly realized that GMP manufacturing wasn't their forte. You know, they're more into educating, uh, research, and I don't know what to say, to the state, to the state government and stuff. Um, and you know, for they they need they needed a partner or someone to to come and, and um, develop this business for them. So they they sought us out. And we danced around for about a year and a half. It was on again. It was on again. 
And then December 2014, we signed the deal and came down. Back in December 14, we were a group of um, 85 people with uh, two customer programs. Today, we're over 790, close to 800 people, and 35, 40 uh, customer programs. Um, you know, this, this is what we call building 100 for antibody manufacturing. So these are typically uh, immunotherapy products for treating rheumatoid arthritis, some cancer treatments. The, the advanced therapies on this side is um, our, our vector manufacturing, vaccine manufacturing. And we have here today, we have 14 2K tanks installed and we're building 300, there's another six or seven going in. So today we, you know, we, have, we have the largest single-use manufacturing facility in the US right here in College Station. So everything is bigger in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also have uh, Phil Finish, which is drug products. So the bottle you see in the clinic, we can take the bulk product, put it into those bottles or syringes. They can go directly to a packaging facility onto the patients or uh, clinic. Um, just a bit about the facilities again. So we have um, TBF, which is here, FBF, antibody manufacturing, commercial manufacturing. NCTM, like when we came down in 2014, we just had this NCTM and it was just a swampy field, which was, you know, middle of July really was a swampy field when we came first. Um, NCTM is released from the universities. It's on Discovery Drive, the long-term lease there through 20, 2034. The campus here uh, for FBF and TBF, we um, own those facilities. This is a, a, just the, our growth, headcount growth. So you can see 2014, when we came down, 85 people or so. And the first year or so, picking up what we got stuff into. Then we start, you know, gene therapy starts picking up. Then we have COVID manufacturing. And here we are today. So, you know, between now and the next 12, 18 months, we're, you know, 12 months or so, 30 constant headcount. And as, as building 300 comes online, the end of 24, heading up to about, um, about 1,000 people on, on, on site. Um, site master plan. So we have um, two buildings, or the buildings are constructed. This is building 100, 200, antibody manufacturing, power vector manufacturing. This is the PD building that we opened last year, uh, or year before last. This is a warehouse that's been built. This here is um, building 300. Um, future plans for, for building 400, which could be antibody manufacturing or um, vector vaccine manufacturing. Mm -hmm. Central utility plant, uh, QC building, uh, training center, some rec space, and you know we bought the we bought the eleven acres on front as well. So you know today we have um, <coughs> people on um, on on a it's actually I was going to say biomedical way, but now it's a it's Fujifilm way. Thanks to the city for 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 that um, recognition. We we have a fifty acre campus, and we're not farmers. So, <laughs> <laughs> Our owners are continuing to invest and grow the business here. Education level, uh, you can see the majority of employees have bachelor's degrees, some higher level, and then down here. My, my goal is the program in place is basically we're going to try and you know bump up people who are coming out of high school, CTE programs, bump up this level here for you know, local talent who are in the area, want to stay in the area, you need to have a you know good paying job with good benefits inside. So our goal. We're working with um, Elliot and CPM and T and developing a um, certificate program. And we've had on and off conversations with uh, various CT programs here in town. But over the next year or so, we'll be reaching out to the schools here on how we can develop that pipeline. 
like for us with that amount of people, our our biggest challenge today is um, turnover. People come to Texas, they don't like Texas, or especially during COVID. People came during COVID, mom, grandpa, sick back in the East Coast or West Coast, want to leave. So my goal is that we have that local type of, type of talent. You know, people who are invested in the area, have grown up in the area, have family here, and are connected. So if we invest in them, they're going to stay with them. We're going to give them you know, good paying jobs with uh, good benefits. Um, yeah, this is something, you know, today we've over 780 employees. This is the various areas of process development, manufacturing, drug product, water supply chain, then the indirect functions that go across most 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 businesses, facilities, and then operational excellence. Um just a slide on that, you know, for where, where, where we are, and if we truly want to have a you know a biocarder here in Brian College Station. You spoke already. It, it, it's a part of the talent. It's, it's like the local local talent local talent pipeline. That's gone. Yeah, sorry, I think I said we have uh, twenty percent turnover. So we're we look at people from around the country, spending a fortune on it, and then you know to spend maybe a year, two years here, and they move on. Computer ask as well is is utilities. Like we need we need reliable utilities for whether it's electricity or gas. And clean. Fuji Fund Accelerate has a stated goal of being uh, carbon neutral by by 2040, and 50% uh, reduction on 2019 levels levels by 20 by 2030. So there's a, as as investment comes forward, as we're looking at us for future expansions, that that is a big part that that would play the organization um, deciding where, where to set and build facilities. The other challenge we have as well is, um, you know, property taxes for us. Like we have a high value, high value infrastructure, and and, and we're very appreciative of the of the, of the three thirteen various uh, centers that we've got to build the facilities here. But uh, as we go forward, you know, we're we're a service industry, so our we we don't have the five thousand percent return that the likes of Merck or those guys have on on these blockbuster drugs. We basically have our 10, 15 percent return on, on our investments. So it's important that we, you know, that we maintain our uh, cost of goods and our, our, our fixed cost structure. Um, this is just, this is a slide that I pulled from I was in California last week with the uh, Godosan, the number one guy in Fujifilm was there, and he gave a presentation at uh, J.P. Morgan, and just to show, you know, this is the, the public the publicly stated the growth plans for the BioCDMO business. Today, you know, we are a large part of that business. You know, their their sales, you know, the forecast of sales are for FY22 is $1.3 billion. That's across you know the side here in Texas, Denmark, uh, North Carolina, and UK. And um by 2030, that's um 500 billion that's that's three three billion dollars. Uh, yeah, so it's well between between uh, well, it's a billion dollars. It's two or three, so that's just a lot of money. <laughs> but, but I guess the point here is the growth. So you know, we like I said already, we have a fifty-acre campus. We have space to grow, but that growth, you know, we're competing with sites in North Carolina, the site in Denmark, the site in Holly Springs, the site in California. So how we you know make this area attractive to to our owners, and how we make that case when we go forward looking for more. Want more funding to uh, invest and continue to, to grow the business. 
was it. Thank you. Wow. What happened to the North Carolina? What happened with the North Carolina? Why did we go to North Carolina uh, workforce? We didn't feel we could hire 2,000 people and three or 4,000 construction workers. Wow. We were, it, it was somewhat of a step for us to even be considered as a possibility relative to that. But I will say this from an economic development perspective, it did bring a lot of people uh, for the first time to take a look at Brazos County and at what's going on out in the biocore to where they said, hey, I you know, didn't know that was going on. And they came here, they, they, they saw things here. Uh, one of the things that uh, I thought was very instrumental in uh, <clears throat> that uh, Fujifilm had a lead role in is, is um, I think it was about 2017. My forum. Yes. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So the um, platform is an industry organization. For us, it's, you know, it, it, it sets, uh, sets policy, sets, uh, tries to set work with regulators so we can all, you know, <coughs> the, uh, uh, industry, how stuff's going to get approved by the agency, requirements uh, around materials. But basically, what we did 2017, we, we basically got, we had the, um, L1 meeting here in College Station, which, which we brought in here. So that was, you know, the top people in GSK, Merck, Pfizer, Amgen, Genentech. We had them all here in uh, College Station for um, two days. Like this, one the first day in Houston, thank you, College Station, uh, visit our, our, our facility and, you know, the town and Stephen, like the EBDC, put on a really nice show for those guys as well. But it was, a, it was a, like Steve said, it was an eye opener bringing people in. But to be honest, like we would not have built a facility in College Station. Are in Texas, but um, Kellen was here. Kellen came to us with a deal that was too good to be true. <laughs> it turned out to be too good to be true. <laughs> Another story: like we, we 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 came down in 2014. Um, I commuted for a year and a half. I finally convinced my family to move in 2016. So moved down in 2016. Uh, two weeks later, the government cancels the food contract. So I'm left with um, two facilities, 100 people. And what the hell are we going to do? But you know, but we 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 hunkered down. We we, we you know we had experience with contract manufacturing, with development businesses. So we, you know, at that time we were in the sense we had a bit of luck with the BGT stuff, which was kicking off. So we got into our vector manufacturing, and the, the big advantage we had purpose-built facilities, state-of-the-art modern facilities. So, and since then, you know, we we haven't looked back since then. As you guys can see. From the no, so I think that the real you know go back to that the limiting factor was um, human resource and um, building the type of just-in-time inventory for expansions and the potential for that uh, is huge. I know NCTM has a lot to do with that and uh, uh, Bailey that's why I'm glad that you're here today because a lot of training but uh, I, I think there's a whole lot of opportunities where you know, Brazos County, to me, we've never had an unemployment problem. If you take a look at Brazos County uh, and you look at unemployment, uh, the state's here, which usually leads the country, and then we're down here. And actually, from an economic development perspective, that can be people look at that and say, 
where are we going to get the people? Okay. So what we need to really accomplish is it's not an unemployment problem. It's an underemployment issue. How do we tool up, gear up, get people prepared to be able to stay right here local in Brazos County in order to be able to fill the needs of what the potential is that's coming? Because, I mean, since 2014, the expansions that have happened here, this is probably the crown jewel I can think of in economic development of what's taken place here. But uh, as that happens, suppliers, manufacturers, uh, those of you who are uh, familiar with the mobile clean room technology that GCON does, uh, you know, GCON as a result of this growth here locally with mobile clean room technologies, they're not just a Brazos County manufacturing company that's been expanding and expanding. They're international now. They're in Ireland. They distribute their product, build and distribute their product to the, to the European continent uh, from Ireland. So it's, it's kind of, it's almost like it's a best kept secret is, is we don't know what's going on. That's why I wanted to have Jerry come and talk about this because it's moving and moving rapidly. But since 2014, you see what's happened and it's happening with Zoetis, with viral vectors types of things that are coming here. We have greatly from an effort of uh, what was the, uh, the, 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 in my opinion, the linchpin of having uh, Fujifilm Diocent Biotechnology come here is, is we are a bioquarter community or a bio uh, pharma uh, community, and that's not going to change. So I guess the real question is, is what do we need to do to enhance that opportunity, not just for our existing to help them grow, but to attract additionals uh, that will come here. Things that are small, like, like Zoetis, like uh, what's the name of the other one that's out there at uh, Providence Park? I can't remember. Madiga. Yeah, but that's right. There's a bit because like, it's it's not putting that, that infrastructure up. And part of it is, uh, you know, we have size of Texas. We have one one Texas customer, and that just came about past month or so. So that there is, and I don't know how much infrastructure you guys have on that, but it, it's keeping that science, keeping those companies here within Texas. Like when something spends out of AM, or spend out of Andy Anderson or whether it's Southwestern or out of Dallas, that, that those companies stay within Texas. But today, they they go. Like the, the VC funds move them to the West Coast or to the East Coast because that's where where, where they perceive biotech manufacturing to be. So I think it's as these companies are now keeping them here and incentives for smaller companies. Because for us, it's like, why we look because you know no matter how much you develop we're always we're always going to have to relocate people the experienced staff the be technology you don't have but if we relocate somebody then you know their their wife their kids want jobs something like that, <laughs> same field but for us in college station it's just us so if i have someone move they don't like it well if i don't like it then i'm stuck in college station whereas if i'm in north carolina i can move and i can go to five or six different companies without changing my house so i think there's a big but that's, you know, I've said that at the state as well, that we just need to keep those companies within Texas and 
get the VCs that are in, because, you know, there's all the money. Like, have them spend their money in Texas and fund companies to uh, stay in Texas. Yeah, we, we would welcome some <coughs> large format manufacturing and, you know, the biologic space, you know, into the bio corridor. So I think there definitely needs to be really a conversation about studying for that test, right? So when you have these citing uh, studies that get done sometimes by consultants or some by hybrids, you know, where are they putting what's on those lists? So what kind of things need to be in the bio corridor? And so you know, let's say if you had a an assessment that had 10 or 12 items on it, what are the things that we have control over as a community that make us a 10 in those areas? There may be some other areas where we're challenging, we kind of wash some of those things out. And then as we build up, you know, we can bring those up, right? So I think there's some, some local strategy that just really needs to be decided by the community about what we want to be, type of businesses want to be here and what kind of infrastructure we want to place. So we study for those tests and target those. We've been having this conversation for you know quite a while with um and also probably making the looking at the community for the families of, of your employees again for that retention so what do we yeah. need to have in place for them you know, whether it's looking at our you know our home values our school systems that type of thing and strengthening that so they want to come here it's such a great place to live i've lived all over the place Reason I work. So, but, but there's, there's a bit about yeah. attracting and retaining young professionals. Like, if you're not part of going all the Aggie stuff and the football stuff, there's not a lot of people there as well. So, we found that as well with young professionals. Like, if you come with your family, you get there, you're set. But those, those young professionals are starting out because we were looking for the PD side. Is how do we make it very more attractive to, to them as well? Right. <laughs> So that 20% turnover that you mentioned, is that mostly young professionals that don't have families? Um, it's probably a mixture of you know, young, young professionals. So a lot of folks that I hear that I talk to, you know, they want to, they've never lived in the big city, they want to go to the big city and get experience. And the positive thing is we're seeing people come back. So that's really positive from our perspective, is that they left and it's like <clears throat> grass is not greener. No one to come back to College Station six. So I think it's just the more we do with the infrastructure and College Station and Brian to get activities here so that people you know have things to do when they're here. I think that's very helpful. I would say just to contextualize that number, <clears throat> there most biotech hubs in the US are having similar, if not much higher levels, because of two things. Number one, the federal tax cuts that started the process of onshoring and then COVID was supply change, which has even accelerated the onshoring of these things. So there's not enough people to go around for all this stuff. Hold an opportunity to, for people to have fantastic, you know, careers, you know, with our benefits, if you have a high school degree and you come work for us for 20 years, you're going to be very, very well set when you, you know, retire. Right. So that's kind of the that's the pitch. It's an opportunity competition going on in the United States, and we need to amplify the trained technical workforce and also the degree engineers, scientists, business people, etc. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.